Hello, my name is Andrew Gary, and welcome to Seismic Sound Off in depth conversations in applied geophysics. Staying up to date on the latest techniques and technology is a key part of being a geophysicist. In this episode, I speak with Patricia DeLugau, who provides a helpful analysis of the benefits and uses of magnetotellurics, or MT, based on her upcoming 2020 honorary lecture tour called Environment-Friendly Exploration Using MT. Patricia highlights the role of MT in geophysics and mining, discusses the advantages of this method over seismic, and spotlights how MT is ready to play a major role in renewable energy. If you are a student considering your specialization, early career wanting to stay up to date on the latest techniques, or simply like to know more about a promising tool for the future, then you are listening to the right episode. Patricia founded Strata Image Consultoria LTDA, foreseeing an interest in the new marine electromagnetic techniques that were being developed. She participated in the first marine magnetotelluric survey offshore Brazil on the Santos Basin and was instrumental in helping establish electromagnetic methods onshore and offshore in Brazil. For the full show notes and the link to Patricia's upcoming tour, visit seg.org forward slash podcast. Now for our conversation. Speaking of educating people, you have an upcoming honorary lecture that you're doing on behalf of the SEG. And, and the name of this talk is Environment-Friendly Exploration Using Magnetotellurics. Grabbed me, that title. Could you offer us just the 60-second elevator pitch of your lecture? Okay. The magnetotelluric method, we call it actually short, uh, MT. It's a, it's a very nice method. I like it. Uh, it's environment-friendly. And, and that's because of the very low, or I can even say no impact on the environment, on people, uh, and the small footprint operationally. So we can acquire MT data, uh, close to the cities or on urbanized areas, uh, on protected areas. I mean, there's no, um, we don't take down trees. We don't need to. Uh, take down the vegetation if uh, if we acquire data over um like uh, plantations things like this with like we did in brazil we don't uh harm anything we don't destroy anything and uh, the mt acquisition is is very easy it requires only small crews and the other important thing is there's no artificial source so we're not really injecting current uh, we're not using any type of man-made source. We use the naturally occurring geomagnetic field of the Earth as source. So that's that's very uh, nice. And we can work on a broad range of frequencies. I'm going to talk later about this. And the information that is provided is, is really, it's very robust. We provide a model of the resistivity of, of the Earth in depth, and that can be- map a basement, faults, uh, stratigraphy. So we, we deliver to the client a very nice model without making any type of impact. Well, I like the, the shorthand of MT. Uh, it's a little easier. I think I'll stick with that. Um, you know, looking at this environment-friendly exploration techniques, you know, the oil and gas industry, as we all know, it's in a, a precarious economic time period. How does this lecture, how does your lecture directly address this current situation the industry finds itself? 
Well, I think MT can help to optimize when you do exploration in an area, any area. It can be a very large area, like an unknown basin, a small area, because it's fast and it's less expensive than, than, than other methods. And like I said, you know, we do the acquisition. Uh, in the field, we already do the, the processing. And pretty much after we do the, the acquisition, we can already provide the client with a model of the earth. And uh, I think MT can help to optimize exploration workflow, you know, because the, the information that we provide uh, is an information uh, of the resistivity in depth, like I said. And then we can integrate with other geophysical methods, other ge uh, geophysical geological information, and we can help design better, more expensive surveys like seismic and well placement. So, you know, MT can help that, you know, you, you can do an MT survey and help optimize before you go into methods that impact more, uh, not only, not only the environment, but, but on the cost, you know, you can help, you can optimize, for example, a seismic survey. How familiar are most geosciences with MT? In the oil and gas industry, in the oil and gas, right, uh, most geoscientists work with seismic data. But in recent years, we have seen an increased uh, interest in uh, electromagnetic methods uh, due to improvement in, in data quality, quality equipment, process interpretation. Uh, actually, in Brazil, we have done a lot of commercial surveys for oil and gas. And uh, the clients, oh, actually, they were very, how can I say, happily surprised with the with the products, with the information that they that they received. So EM methods are being used more and more, both onshore and also offshore. However, in the mining industry, MT is well known and used, especially in North America and in Australia. But it's it's really uh, not a large part of the geoscience that no MT, but, but, but this is changing. This is changing. And your lecture sounds like it's going to be a great opportunity for geoscientists to get in on, on this method. And you had mentioned earlier that, you know, MT is even specifically suited for, for large areas. So what makes it specifically suited for, you know, an exploration of a large basin, let's say? Yeah, we, we, we're going to show examples of that, of some like large unexplored basins. And that's, uh, MT is very nice and, uh, because it works on a large range of frequencies. And we can really easily reach depths of like tens of kilometers, uh, reach the basement. The method's very strong to image lateral discontinuities such as faults. And uh, the method is also very powerful. We have also examples to image below uh, basalt covered areas, uh, carbonates, over trusted areas here in South America has been used along with seismic. So all these image, imaging possibilities coupled with low cost of acquisition and uh, the, the quick processing and, and output of a, of a model make MT extremely good for the exploration of, uh, of, of basins. What other types of environments are well-suited for MT? This is actually a nice question because we have uh, discovered recently that MT 
can also be used in the to to help the energy transition. MT has been applied for mining, uh, for water resources, and uh, has been largely extensively used for geothermal applications, which is a, a renewable resource. And recently, we also have been using it to MT to provide resistivity models for grounding projects of wind and solar farms. So this is like a recent application of the model, of the, of the method, sorry. And uh, I think it's very nice because in that way, it's an it's environmental-friendly uh, method that is helping also us make the, this uh, transition to the renewable energies. What do you, it almost sounds partly what you're talking about just in that last question there, but, you know, what do you think has been the biggest success of MT to date in the geosciences? Well, there are many success stories in uh, in, in mining, oil, geothermal, uh, but I think the, the most important uh, recently uh, have been the development of instruments to work offshore. Uh, what what is called the marine magnetic telluric method. It, it it's excellent uh, method and could be used more, I think, uh, in deep water exploration. Also, uh, in mining, uh, recently we saw some very nice work to map deep sources of mineralization. So this this work that was done in Australia was really nice. So I think these uh, two, you know, the developments of offshore magnetotellurics and um, the, the help because the, the mining industry also is going deeper and deeper. So the use of MT to uh, map these deep sources, I think also is a, another very nice example of the success of the, of the method. You know, how do you see these techniques and case studies that you're talking about here and you'll talk about in your lecture improving the industry and the environment? Well, I think that these cases, before they make an impact, they have to be known uh, across the, the, the community. And the impact is, first of all, a, a lower cost of, of exploration and uh, a better design and optimization of surveys that offer more, more impact, like I said before. And I think uh, if we integrate MT, it will be uh, a way of optimizing and, and lowering the cost of the surveys and in this way, reducing the environmental impact. You know, you mentioned in the lecture summary that MT has mostly been seen as an academic method used for crust and mantle studies. You know, how would you recommend attendees of your lecture approach the topic if maybe this has been their past understanding of the method? Okay, my, in my talk, I will explain a little bit about the method and uh, the broad range of frequencies that are available to use an MT. And I will also show some real industry ap applications. And I'll also show how these applications were successful so that the attendees, they can see that we're not really working only at very, very low frequencies, but there is like a, a little bit higher range of frequencies that can be used for more commercial, industrial applications. And these were very successful. So I think when they see these real success stories, 
they probably would think, oh, maybe I can apply uh, the empty method to my project. So I think uh, it will make a difference to see real, real success stories in the in the industry. Yeah, you you mentioned that it, it seems like the industry is is just not coming around to MT, but just understanding its benefits. And if if someone's, you know, a student studying geophysics right now is hearing this talk, you know, what kind of job prospects, you know, what kind of opportunities can they expect if they really do want to explore MT as part of their career? I see uh, that there is a lot of opportunity, for example, uh, recently that has been a lot of interest uh, in uh, electromagnetic methods in the in the Permian Basin to help during uh, 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 during fracking, for example. There's also opportunities, like I said, in the mining industry, because the the industry is looking for deeper and deeper targets. And uh, the methods, the control source methods, the uh, methods that use uh, man-made source, they don't have the strength capability to image very deeply. Also, in the oil industry, uh, the, the offshore exploration is going uh, more and more to, to deep water. So you need tools like the magnetic method that can reach deeper uh, in the earth. Or also, for example, here in Brazil, we have the pre-salt where you have large salt domes and, and the fields are actually, the targets are under these huge salt domes that can be uh, easily mapped with the magnetic map. So I think uh, there are many uh, opportunities. And also, uh, like I said, in the renew with the renewable energies, I think this is actually one of the things for the future to use MT or the the higher frequency uh, variant of the MT method, the AMT, we use higher frequencies and that we have been using to help the design of uh, wind and solar farms. So I'm really looking very, I'm very optimistic about the use of, of MT for the renewable industry, including geothermal. You know, what do you hope the takeaways for attendees will be of your lecture? Well, I hope that people will... Uh, uh, realize and will recognize from the examples of you know real real examples that I'll show the value of uh, using magnetolurics, both in the information. I think when I talk to the clients, the first thing that they want to know is like what information is this method going to to bring uh, to me, and of course, and then. Of course, they are looking also at the cost, right? So they look, okay, I can get information. It's within my budget. Also, there's a lot of concern about the environment. So all, all these things, I think there are lots of positive things that can be taken from this lecture, from the use of the magnetotelluric method. I'm hoping with this question, you can, can kind of paint the listeners a picture of what you see the future of this method being. So, so please finish this sentence. When the magnetotelluric method reaches its full potential, it will... ...created in the workflow of several applications, from uh, uh, oil and gas, mining, and engineering, to reduce the, the, the exploration uh, environmental footprint, uh, helping optimize the surveys, and to help the energy transition by helping design of wind and solar farms, for, for example. 
You know, I, I always like to, to close with these couple questions here uh, to just get your insights and experience and expertise in this industry. You know, what is one piece of advice that you would offer someone that would like to succeed in your field? Well, I think you have to be uh, very knowledgeable of uh, what you're doing. So I think um, choosing um, a, a group to, to, to work with, you know, you have to understand the method very well. And I think you have to be very focused and uh, also open-minded. I think recently what I discovered is that MT, you know, we people had this view of MT. And by working with it, I discovered by opening my mind and talking to different people, talking to different areas in different fields, I discovered other applications for, for magnetotelluric that people had not thought about before. So I think the main thing is to be open-minded and talk to, to different groups and always look for, to try to solve the, the problem, you know, to look like what is needed, what is needed to solve the problem. And I think that's a good way of uh, succeeding. I, I love that you started that sentence with recently. It just shows that you're, you're still always learning no matter where you're at in your career. And that's, that's awesome. So, if, and lastly, if, if you could solve just one mystery as a geoscientist, what would you solve? One mystery of the geoscience? To be honest, I think this, this is a, a very hard question because there are so many, uh, so many, so many questions. But maybe I think I would like uh, you to use a MT, but this would be more like a, an academic question, right? Uh, there's so many questions about the core of the Earth or of the how the deep parts of the, the Earth really um, are structured. So I think with MT, we can answer uh, these questions. And uh, one example is uh, the example of using MT in Australia. I think that was very nice that they use MT to look uh, where are the sources of uh, mineralization. They used MT for that. So I think um, we can use MT to look at the sources of our resource. That's one of the questions I would, I would try to answer with, uh, with this method, with magnetotelurics. Well, that is a, a great response. Is, is there anything else you would like to share? Uh, any questions maybe that I, I did not ask you? Uh, what I would like to, to share probably is that I think uh, geophysics needs to take like a, a different path. Uh, I think we should look uh, more how to integrate geophysics into the renewable energies because that's the future. You know, I see still a lot of uh, emphasis on some old methodologies. Uh, and I think we should use uh, more the, the geophysical methods, not only magnetolurics, but others, to help uh, lower the impact in the environment. And uh, that's what I've been trying to do. Actually, what I would like to say is that I graduated environmental uh, engineering, and then I went into exploration, and now I'm trying to use what I learned in geophysics to help improve the environment. I think that's a concern of, of everybody. Well, that is a, a wonderful place to leave it. I appreciate your time, Patricia, and, and sharing about this lecture and look forward to 
having people take it and, and learn some amazing things and amazing work that you're working on. So thanks again for your time. Okay, thanks, Andrew. Thank you for listening to SEG's flagship podcast. Please share this episode with a friend, colleague, or manager that would enjoy hearing this episode. Your recommendation is the single best action you can take on behalf of SEG's podcast. Go to our website at seg.org forward slash podcast to find all our episodes and learn how you can listen to this podcast directly on your phone without downloading an app. Original music by Zach Bridges. This episode was hosted, edited, and produced by me, Andrew Gary. The SEG podcast team is Jennifer Crockett, Allie McGinnis, and Mick Sweeney. Thank you for listening. This is Seismic Sound Off, signaling off.